Good morning. Good morning, Mr. How Cash. are we? Welcome to uh, episode two of the Uncommon Sense Podcast. Yes, welcome. I apologize in advance for being a little sick. Uh, this episode is sponsored by the flu. We are also going to apologize <laughs> in advance for being dumb. Yes, we are dumbasses. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. Um, but also know that we are geniuses. Yes, but just be cautioned that we'll probably be wrong about most things we say. Yes, yes, we will, we will be wrong. We will be wrong. But we'll also be right. Um, today we have the Trump Un Summit 2 take place in Vietnam. We do. We'll go over the Michael Cohen hearing. And then uh, if that's not enough for you, we have some Trump Twitter time, of course. And uh, maybe we'll get into some other stuff. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. All right, we have some good content coming for you. Start with. Uh, it's always good content. Start with the Trump Un Summit. What do we? Uh, what do we? What do we think today? Well, let's let's give it a background. Sure. Run it so, back for us. So Trump and Kim Jong Un met in Vietnam um, for the second summit between the two. Um, you know they're they're, you know having lunch together, having these photo ops, um, while also engaging in these talks. Uh, Trump obviously would. The goal is to get North North Korea to completely denuclearize, um, and North Korea wants the sanctions to be lifted on uh, both themselves and against China. Um, so what ended up happening was, you know, they were everything was supposedly going fine, uh, and then all of a sudden negotiations ended abruptly, and the summit was cut short when uh, North Degre- North Korea supposedly agreed to denuclearize denuclearize their most important facility, but wouldn't agree to denuclearize anything else or stop their um, nuclear warhead research um, and production. Uh, obviously, that was a deal breaker for Trump, so he walked. He's getting criticism for a lot of things. Both, Well, both. he's getting criticism from the Democrats for walking, um, but they probably would have criticized him whether he made a deal or walked or whatever. It's <laughs> Trump derangement syndrome. Whether he smiled in a meeting or not. Literally. But um, he's also getting a lot of criticism uh, for, from certain pundits on the right for even holding the meeting to begin with. Um, they're accusing Trump of not being prepared and uh, you know, not really going in there with any goal um, or end result in mind. Um, obviously, it's really not in Kim Jong-un's interest to denuclearize at all because the reason he's you know, getting these photo ops and getting his face plastered all over the world news is because he has nukes to begin with. If he didn't, he'd just be like another rogue state dictator that we don't pay any attention to. Um, obviously, we'd still pay attention to him because he's committing right. these massive war crimes, but we wouldn't see him as a threat. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you think of this altogether? Well, it started as Trump explaining this as negotiations, this mm-hmm. whole thing. What are they negotiating? Because in order to have negotiate, but right, but in order to have negotiations, you have to have a pre-negotiation agreement, right? That states what you're going to agree on, what right. you're going to negotiate on and then you have to actually follow out with the negotiations exactly it it doesn't appear that trump went in there with any pre-negotiation agreement right that's what it seems like on the surface so would you agree that before even coming into this meeting he was unprepared i mean that's certainly how it appears i don't know whether or not we made progress but i don't know that trump and trump is using like his relationship with kim jong-un like the fact that they're friendly for as like evidence to the fact that they're like making progress. And I mean, it is something to be said for the fact that North Korea is opening up in these talks with us for the first time since um, the North Korean armistice. But 
at the same time, like, he's kowtowing to one of the most evil people on the planet. Right. And he's like, what, I, and I, I do understand both sides of that. Like, I understand why, like, Kim Jong-un is, is, is accused of all these horrible, terrible things. He's the head of a communist regime that oppresses millions of people, like, starves them, like, you could be in prison for heinous things. Like, in North Korea, like, you, if you don't, like, let's say your mother commits a crime, like, your, or does whatever, if you don't, like, they literally are, as children, programmed to turn their own family members into the state, and they get the death penalty for, like, minor things. Um, horrible, horrible country. I would, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, as far as Trump taking a diplomatic approach and, like, kind of sweet-talking Kim a little bit, like, talking about how they have this nice relationship, um, you know, they get along, whatever. Obviously, you know, he doesn't even need to believe that. Right, he, right. But until Kim Jong-un, until North Korea is denuclearized, they're still a threat. So why are you going to go poke in the bear if you don't need to? Now, taking this back to around 2008 when Obama was the, I think he was a senator at the time, um, he met with the Iranian forces and Mm -hmm. he was ridiculed for it. Mm -hmm. Do you think Trump is receiving the same hate because Obama was ridiculed for it? Or do you think that they're both collectively receiving hate because they're meeting with evil forces? Well, the difference between Trump and Korea and Obama and Iran is that, well, first of all, Obama, I don't believe, ever met with the Iranian prime minister, personally. I think I he had... He was going to. He, right. He, he, had, to. he had, like, diplomats on both sides meeting each other and, and right. carrying out these talks for them. Which um, is a horrible way to go about things. Yeah, like Ben Rhodes and, and whatever. But the difference between Obama and Trump was that I don't necessarily know that Obama actually cared about Iran ever getting nukes. Well, clearly because of the shitty deal right. he walked away with. Right. But it seems like the with the way he brags about it, he was only ever like entering those talks just so he could put another check mark on his rap sheet of accomplishments. His Didn't, fake rap sheet. Right. And <laughs> like the whole, like, we got Osama list. like Yeah, 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 yeah. which but, wasn't even him. Right. Like, the difference with Trump is I think that Trump actually does want North Korea to denuclearize. I think he's just, I don't know. I think he just could be handling it better. I, th- I, th- I think that this second summit should have been treated more carefully. Um, they should have had prior arrangements as to, like, what were you talking about, pre-negotiations. I agree. Um set in stone and a goal of what he actually expected to have coming home. Not like, were you going to like fly out to Asia every two months right. to f- quote unquote further progress with them? Like if that, if that works eventually, like great, but that's going to be stressful. Exactly. And at what cost? And at what cost? So Trump's main goal here is, well, it seems like his main goal is to build a relationship with Kim Jong-un, but right. on to, to the American faces, his, his main goal is to do denu nuclearize um, North Korea as a whole and make amends with North Korea? I don't know. It, it, I don't know if once denuclearization happen, happens, Trump is just going to be like, all right, now that you're not a... You can, well, it could go one of two ways. Trump could either be like, well, whoever's president, if and when it happens, could either be like, all right, to hell with you. <laughs> like, now, right, that, right, now that you're exactly. not a threat, we don't give a shit. Like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> exactly. Or they could... 
do what would probably look better to voters and try and usher in like influence and change and whatever. The problem is that this will likely never happen because if Kim Jong-un is seen by his own people backing down to somebody like the United States, it completely delegitimizes him oh, as course. the supreme leader that that they think he is. Exactly. They he the god that they think he is. He once had his maybe even today, I have no idea, but he once had his country believe that his North Korea won the soccer world, <laughs> yeah. the, the FIFA World Cup, the soccer. They win world the Cup. Olympics every year. Yeah, they win the Olympics every year. They pray to him as a god. They, he's just. You know, his body is so efficient that he doesn't even shit. He cons- is that what he, he says? Con- he consumes a hundred percent of the nutrients his body absorbs and just uses it he's as a, machine. a super machine. Yeah, he's a machine. He's just a, a five foot three super machine. He doesn't need to shit, dude. He doesn't even have an asshole. Well. <laughs> I mean, now this situation with with this this individual Otto Warm Warmbier. Otto Warmbier, yeah. Explain that to us a little bit. So Otto Warmbier was um, an American who was I don't I don't know if he was vacationing in North Korea or he was there for journalistic purposes. I think he was there for journalistic purposes. But in twenty um, in January second, twenty sixteen, he was detained for. Uh, "Quote unquote," committing hostile acts against the Republic of North Korea, which could be anything, right? Could be walking on the wrong side of the street. Like they accused we... him of allegedly stealing a propaganda poster from his hotel. Um, he eventually died in custody. So, and the narrative that we learned back when this happened was that he was beat to death by North Korean forces. Right. Now. This story is prominent today because... Well, no, he, he didn't die in custody. I, I, I don't want to misspeak here. He was released, but then six days later he died because of the conditions right. he was in while he was detained. So this story is is prominent today, or is in the news today, because Trump held the Warmbier family at the State of the Union address, talked about, you know, Otto coming home, trying to get other people home from North Korea. Right. Um how horrible it was of Kim Jong-un and his regime to kill Otto and other people like Otto. Uh, the parents were there. It was a whole big thing. And now today... Now it seems like he's pivoting. Yes, right. Today it seems like he's pivoting and talking about something completely different with regards to the situation. Now, I I would certainly... It's certainly not implausible that Trump doesn't believe anything he says to Kim Jong-un's face. He's doing it purely pragmatically because of the fact that they are a nuclear threat. They're a rogue state. You you, you kind of have to, you know, treat it with ease. Like, you have to be very cautious about that situation. You don't want to kind of shake the waters. You don't want to poke the bear. Right. Like, I meant, like, like, you don't want to, you don't want to make an enemy of somebody. You don't have to, especially in as especially temperamental. Right. Especially as somebody as cranky as Kim Jong-un in such a temperamental situation. It's not implausible that he's just saying this shit to appease him. And doesn't actually think it, but either way, it appears like like it it puts off the image like America is willing to excuse your human rights violations if you do what we want. Right. Like we'll give you we'll give you a pass for all the heinous crimes against humanity you've committed. Like I think he's accused of strapping his uncle to anti-warcraft I, I missiles and blowing this, yes. him up. He yes. like he anth- he used anthrax against his to kill his brother-in-law in a public airport. Like, he's a terrible, he's a horrible, horrible human being. And yeah. completely deranged. But it, it's, it's really not a good look 
for us on the world stage to be giving a pass to these things, at least in appearance, um, for the purpose of you know garnering this negotiations. Um, you know, obviously you want obviously first and foremost priority is the denuclearization of North Korea. Once the threat is taken care of, then you can deal with all the human rights violations. Excuse well, me. Well, finished rather. No, go ahead. Going back to the the Otto thing, it was it was we we feel like he's pivoting because today when asked about Otto in the summit, Trump said something along the lines of, um, "I spoke to Mr. Un about this." And he seemed like he didn't know what was going on at first. He seems like a very nice person. He seems blah, 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 blah. Well, basically, he's avoiding the question. He's, he's you know, beating around the bush there. Um, and this has received a lot of backlash. So. Well, well I, I get that. I get why. Um, I get why it's getting that reaction. But at the same time. What is what else is he gonna say? Is he gonna turn turn his head, look at Kim Jong Un, and say answer for yourself, and yeah. and embarrass him on yeah. the world stage in front of everybody? Listen, you're literally you're asking you're asking for little Rocket Man to go home <laughs> and start firing shit at Japan again. <laughs> like you're you don't need to provoke him. Obviously, this stuff needs to be addressed, and I believe eventually it will in due time. But as of right now, there's no need to provoke him on these things. You don't need to. They're a rogue state for a reason. If they weren't a rogue state, he'd be in front of a human rights council at the UN. Like, but he's not. He doesn't answer to anybody. Do you? And he's uh, dangerous. Did you hear about this thing? I think it was within the last two years. Obviously, when when Trump was president, uh-huh. um, I think it was when he was inaugurated. He sent. Uh, Kim Jong Un a signed copy of Elton John's Rocket album <laughs> <laughs> after they started making up. That's yeah. that's insane. That's insane. They, that's awesome. <laughs> that's insane. Um, it's like Bernie getting all the economics textbooks oh, sent yeah, to his house. It's gold. It's gold. It's basic <laughs> economics. So with this summit two, do we see a summit three? Inevitably. Next year, I would say. Or sooner. Maybe sooner. Or later. I don't know. I think eventually. Um, do you think Trump is going to take the criticism to this and come in more prepared? Or he's going to be a Don Trump and he's just going to say, fuck you? Uh, Don Trump is going to be like, fuck you. But <laughs> his advisors are certainly going to be listening <laughs> to, the, to the criticism. Like, I don't think if there were to be a third summit, it would go as poorly as the second one did. Supposedly the first one went well. I mean, even though they didn't reach an agreement obviously but right. there were there were like they were hopeful for the future of negotiations and that's how I see this as well like I don't think that they're ending on bad footing according to Trump they're still getting along whatever it's not like they started screaming at each other and the summit got cut short because they were they had like bad blood or whatever it just like the negotiations fell apart there were deal breakers on both sides and I think we just need to pressure them with sanctions for a few more months until they are left with no other option. <clears throat> now, on the grand stage, in the world, the world view, do you think Russia is looking down at us now? Because what? Cause for because what? Because we're stooping down to Kim Jong-un's level and trying to force No, we're doing what they should have been doing all along. Right, they should be helping with this. Do you think they see it that way? They have, Russia has a lot more um, power and influence over China than we do, and China is the number one supporter of the state of North Korea. And that's why a lot of these sanctions are working because 
our tariffs are have been hurting China's economy. China's economy has been in a complete downturn oh, yeah. for the last few months, like utter like recession shit. Like they're not in good shape. A lot of that is directly to, attributed to the tariffs, to the to the sanctions, um, and both China and North Korea are not happy about it. Russia is in the position where they can be like, listen, fuckers, get your act together. <laughs> you know, like, they they should be more involved, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think, I think at some point, some of the other world powers look down and say, well, they're stooping down to, to North Korea's level. Who? Who's, who's in the position where they can look down Dude, to the... Angela, Angela Merkel? No. Like, okay. you know? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Angela Merkel during Trump's Twitter time. I have an old classic Angela Merkel. Let's tweet. go. Um, I don't know, man. Russia Russia doesn't seem to maybe maybe in person when, when Trump meets with, with Russia, they mm-hmm. seem we seem to be friendly. But I don't know, man. They might be looking down at us for meeting with Kim Jong un. Who cares? Who cares? Honestly. We don't care. I'm just saying like you and I do not on care. On the world no, I'm saying I'm asking who, who honestly who who does it affect? It's probably whether or not Donnie J. Whether or not Russia looks down at us. I mean, Don's got a big ego. You don't think Russia was looking down on us when we literally handed Iran billions of oh, dollars yeah, yeah, and yeah, a yeah, pact obviously. to nuclear arms? Obviously, Iran is one of Russia's biggest allies, and they were probably just sitting back watching that whole debacle like these fucking lunatics, these <laughs> morons. <laughs> that was uh, that was under. That it would be like it'd be like if if Russia like went to to like Israel or someone and was like, all right, Syria is gonna give you hundred hundred million acres of land, <laughs> a bunch of weapons. Yeah, take all their em. weapons. Take them. <laughs> um, now it's uh, during the same time as this this Kim Jong Un summit. We also have the on home soil. We mm-hmm. have the Michael Cohen hearing. Yes, we do. Tell us, uh, tell us what's going on with uh, good old Michael Cohen. Well, Michael Cohen, for those of you who don't know and who have been living under a rock, uh, was Trump's former uh, personal attorney, whom Trump passed certain bribe payments, uh, hush money, through, um, in several circumstances, um, to silence damaging stories about Trump, both before and after. Uh, the campaign. He started working for Trump in 2007, I believe, um, and has been making these payments and you know doing these special favors, quote unquote, for Trump uh, ever since. He, uh, for for many things, uh, he is being sent to jail, including <laughs> perjury, um, bank fraud, like uh, making false statements to a banking institution. Uh, one count of causing an unlawful corporate contribution and one count of excessive campaign contributions, five counts of tax evasions. Um, yeah, he was he was found guilty on all accounts, um, and as I also previously mentioned, he has a reputation for perjury, meaning lying um, under oath. He was called uh, to testify against President Trump, uh, likely as part of a deal he struck with the DOJ to reduce his sentence. Um, this and dude is going to be in prison, and he's just, yeah. He's, yeah, but he's going to be sitting in one of those nice prisons. Yeah, camps. he's going to be gonna a, get some good treatment. Prison camp, yeah, tennis he's club. Gonna, he's going to get some. Yeah, he's going to have every Sunday. He's going to go out with his cup of coffee. He's going to hit a couple balls with the racket. You know, <laughs> it's going to be. Dude's going to get his ass wiped for him. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Did you hear Trump's quote in the UN summit about Michael Cohen's hearing? Uh, I did. Would you like to repeat it for us? It was uh, something along the lines of fake hearing. It's a fake hearing. Completely. Trump I mean, he ended up being kind of right. There, there really wasn't much that surfaced from it. Very true. True. They, they talked about a lot uh, at the end of the day. Um, first, first, let's get into. Uh, so there's two, two good news, two pieces of good news that came out of this for the right. Uh, there's one piece that came out for the left, um, and we will get into that a little bit. Um, firstly, he was it, Trump is basically exonerated from all Trump-Russia collusion um, for oh, a number yeah. of reasons. For one, um, and this is one of the reasons that uh, Michael Cohen is being, is well, Representatives Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows um, wrote, a, wrote a letter to the Attorney General William Barr um, saying that Cohen made several false statements during the hearing that contradicted established fact during the Justice Department in the uh, United States versus Cohen. Perjury again? Come on. <laughs> Not Michael Cohen. So this one, I don't know, but there's definitely certain contradictions, uh, including one example being he was asked, this, and this involves uh, the Trump-Russia collusion story, um, he was asked if he'd ever been to Prague, and he admitted that he'd never been to Prague, uh, debunking several talking points in a Steele dossier. Um, Steele dossier, for those of you who don't know, was the piece of evidence collected by um, British intelligence officer Christopher Steele um, that included various witness accounts uh, and allowed the FBI uh, enough quote-unquote evidence um, to then survey, survey Car surveil Carter Page. Um, but it basically debunked a lot of the talking points um, in the Steele dossier that included evidence referencing Co Cohen taking meetings with Russian in Prague. So the fact that he'd never <laughs> been to Prague is just another, you know, tick mark, you know, chalk up to some witch more, hunt. Russia more. collusion witch hunt. The witch hunt. You'll never find them. Uh, he was also asked if Roger Stone, if Trump ever talked with Roger Stone about WikiLeaks. Cohen said he was unaware of that. He admitted that Roger Stone was a free agent reaching out to Trump with information, and Trump accepted the calls, but he never employed Stone to do his bidding. So this means uh, the whole WikiLeaks thing, where Roger Stone was uh, was you know involved in this in the WikiLeaks hacking the DNC, um, that Trump had never Trump was not involved um, directly. It, it was basically just saying that Trump was accepting information um, from Stone when he received it, uh, but he didn't actually have a hand in obtaining the information. Wasn't going uh, which out to seek the which absolves him from from the collusion part of it. Um, let's let's stop there and, and t get some thoughts. <clears throat> well, to start, I mean, this whole Trump Russia hoax has been fucking dead horse, dude. And, and it's keep been beating a, the dead horse. Listen, man, it's been it's been going for how long now? The, the two first, years. <laughs> the first day he stepped in the office, even yeah. before he stepped in the office, they tried to say he was which he was screwing around fake with fake news. Um, so with regards to, to this, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong. Like, I don't, I don't think Trump has done anything whatsoever wrong that could possibly screw him over with Russia. Legally, yeah, of course. As, Legally, as far as, yeah. as far as Russia's concerned, sure. He's right. done plenty of things wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, into yeah that no, a little bit. obviously. But legally, like from a, from a... Impeachable in, things? Exactly. Absolutely not. He's done, he's done nothing illegal. Um... Another, another one of the other reasons, probably the main reason, for why uh, the Senate or the the House 
Judiciary Committee committee wanted to hold this meeting was to talk about Trump's possible Trump's possible involvement in violations of campaign finance law. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> this this is um, the the backstory behind that is essentially like Trump using misappropriating uh, campaign funds to certain things like bribe money, uh, mm-hmm. silencing stories like the Stormy Daniels incident, like others that have come out, um, certain allegations against Trump, whatever. Uh, Trump was supposedly, allegedly using these uh, campaign finance funds as hush money during the campaign. Um, the reason that he's been <laughs> exonerated is because Trump has a history of doing this, as he's been a celebrity since the 80s, the uh, and he is married. Uh, it has always been in his interest to times. silence these stories. Uh, therefore, whether or not he was actually running for any type of office, it's likely that he would have been making these payments regardless, meaning they don't qualify as campaign finance funds and they don't follow fall under the jurisdiction of campaign finance law. So Trump was basically exonerated of any campaign finance law violations. Um, but the witch Cohen, hunt continues. Cohen, however, was not. And the witch hunt does continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Now, what else? What are some other things that Cohen says here? Cohen... He admitted to zero evidence of the Trump-Russia collusion. Is that is that? Yeah, he he was asked specifically, "Do you or no?" He 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 stated express, explicitly. He said, "Do I have?" I, I'm I don't want to misquote. I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, I mean, "We're dumbasses." Who cares? Yeah, we're dumbasses. Fuck it, I'll misquote. He said, "Do I have any physical evidence of tr- of collusion between Donald Trump and?" Russian foreign agents. No, I do not. But I do have my suspicions. Yeah, your suspicions yeah, are as good as nothing. Suck you piece it, of garbage. Suck it. You're going to jail piece for perjury. You don't. Yeah. Your don't drop the soap. Yeah. <laughs> buddy. Yeah, buddy. He's not my buddy. Yeah, I'm calling him buddy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, that that right there is is the answer that everyone's been looking for. Everyone has been ridiculing Trump for this. I mean, and I guess Michael Cohen to some degree. Mm-hmm. He's been ridiculed, I guess. Um, right, and he's been implicated in a lot of these. But lot now, of these stories. now we have the truth in the in the pudding. Well, we've always had the truth. The question is, does the left, do the, do the left does the left want to accept the truth, or, they or do they want to keep digging? Are they going to be loonies? <laughs> do they want to keep digging until uh, till their arms fall off, till they reach China? Dude, I see some of the craziest loonies in, in on day to day basis, man. I. I I want to have some. I want to just pick one out of the out of the Democratic loony bin that is New York City, and I want to be like, "Yo, come on this podcast. Just give me some Do of your it, views, dude. man." Do it. If there's if there's anyone out there that disagrees with anything we've said, we welcome you to to slide in our DMs. You know, hit us up, give us an email. Yes, we will definitely get you on the show. Yeah, we, we will. We will open make opportunity to everybody. This is an de- open debate forum. You know what? And for all of you that are listening to this that may not want to. You may want to after we touch up and beat up on AOC. So <laughs> let's touch up as in information, not molesting. Come on, come, come on. on, dude! I said it. It was a, it Bro, was a poor way of saying go there. it. You didn't it was a poor way. No, I'm saying like you didn't have to clarify and draw attention to it. Nobody was gonna think that. Listen, man. And now they're all thinking it. No. Okay, we're gonna beat up on AOC <laughs> verbally with regards. Verbally, verbally. Now we're not gonna hit her with yeah, regards yeah. to <laughs> with regards to this Cohen hearing. Uh, tell us what AOC. So AOC. Um, Obviously, is doing her traditional posturing. She's been doing uh, with her new, pres- her brand new seat on the House Judiciary uh, Committee, shattering the glass ceiling. 
where she was trying to implicate. She she interrogated Cohen about uh, his his about Trump's history and tax fraud, asking if he knew anything about it. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously Trump. Cohen didn't know everything about it. Trump has many attorneys. He's a billionaire. He has billions and billions <laughs> and billion. billions of dollars. Billion he has dollars. he probably has many attorneys. Cohen likely didn't know anything about this, but uh, regardless. Uh, given the opportunity to have a camera in front of her, <laughs> AOC took this... <laughs> Said something dumb. Yes. Um, <laughs> she was grilling Cohen about instances where Trump supposedly, uh, 20, 30 years, I don't know how long ago, but he was uh, supposedly uh, purposefully devaluing his properties uh, to avoid taxes. Uh, this is very clearly a crime. <laughs> um, Cohen denies having information on it, uh, because why would he? Uh, and all that was was essentially posturing uh, and an indication from the Democrats that they're probably going to try and launch an investigation into this. Because why not? Right, because why not? Because they're going to try and impeach Mr. Donnie J on whatever they can. Right, why would you go make laws and do your job that you were elected to do? And Well, the legislation that AOC was... You could was be carrying out all these witch hunts and getting all this TV time. <laughs> the, the legislation that AOC... Uh, just tried to pass the Green New Deal was actually uh, shamed upon by Nancy Pelosi. So AOC is looking for something else now. She's like Pac-Man. When she hits a wall, <laughs> she breaks the wall. She breaks the glass ceiling. She and does. And finds a new way. She does. She's a first, genius. First woman ever to make 25,000 people lose jobs her first month in office. I think. I don't, I don't have every... Listen, man. Uh, Why am I trying to disclaim? She's breaking the glass ceiling for bartenders in New York City everywhere. Yeah, they could take their stupid ideas and go to <laughs> New York City with them. Um, anyway, <laughs> back to uh, you know, back to uh, the Cohen thing. She yeah. So she's she's trying to the Cohen thing. She's trying to pin this D D uh, or tax fraud rather. On Trump. Tax evasion. Is it going to work? Or is it going to be another stupid distraction that we have to deal with? I don't care. Well, I mean, we do care because we're going to end up covering it if it's another distraction. Do I care if Trump was trying to avoid taxes? Oh, no, I don't care about that. Do we care that the, the left is going to launch another investigation that's going to have nothing to do but everyone's going to believe it? If if there was something like that would that he would be seriously implicated in, I doubt it would have taken this long for somebody to come forward with that information. Years. 35 well, years. Well, that and two years in office. Oh, yeah, of Considering course. all the scrutiny. Like, I'm surprised Mueller didn't up to overturn anything on this. I mean, I mean, obviously, that has nothing to do with Trump-Russia collusion, but literally anything they can get their fingernails on, they're, they're running to, to the Wall Street Journal with. So, <laughs> the New York, the failing New York Times. The failing fake news. Um, there's a few other stories that we, we were hearing about uh, during this Cohen hearing. Um, Rashida, what, what, how do you pronounce her last name? Talib. Talib. It's spelled Talib. Talib. Listen, man, what is she talking about? Talib. I don't know, dude. She's, a, she's another member of the Looney Bin. Um, she's, 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 if I'm not mistaken, she's a member of the cronies of AOC's yes. cronies. So everybody, everybody's heard of the age-old argument. Uh, oh, I'm not a racist. I have a black friend, or I have black friends, or. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know, and I went to class. I can name all someone. of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Every, MTV did a skit about it. And it I listened to rap music. Right. The, 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 the Kamala Harris approach. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's not, it doesn't mean you're not racist. Uh, 
but it also doesn't mean you are racist. <laughs> it literally just means nothing. <laughs> but Rashida Tlaib, Tlaib um, decided to take this uh, little gesture, which we'll explain momentarily, uh, and accuse everybody, essentially, every white person of being racist against people of color. Uh, which is not a new strategy used by the Democrats, but I've never Especially seen it used. I've never seen it used actually during a, during uh, a hearing. committee hearing. So, um, Mark Meadows, uh, Republican representative from North Carolina, I believe he's from North Carolina. Mike, is that correct? I believe so. I mean, he's a Republican representative from North Carolina. Shout out, um, Mike Bartolome. He he brought in. Um, he brought to this hearing. Uh, a White House staffer named Lynn Patton, who is an African-American woman. Uh, and this was Mark Meadows' evidence for why <laughs> Trump is not racist, <laughs> because he is employing a, an African-American woman in the White House. Uh, he was basically grilling Cohen. He said, uh, and I quote, I've talked to the president over 300 times. I don't remember one comment, a racist comment out of his mouth in private. So how do you reconcile it? Do you have any proof of these of those conversations? And what this, did of course, Cohen say? He, he just accused Trump of being a bigot. Yeah, of course. He just said, based on nothing, he's like, when he's talking about having his suspicions about... He, he doesn't have any evidence, but he has his suspicions of Trump-Russia. He was going on to name his, like, his, his qualms against Trump, and one of them being he was a racist <laughs> and he was a bigot. Um, and then they were going back and forth, <laughs> Meadows and Cohen, uh, until it got broken up. Both sides of this argument. Uh, Cohen's evidence that... So, so Cohen basically clapped back at Meadows and said, "Well, I, I, how about you ask Miss Patton how many uh, how many executives Trump has in his companies that are that are black?" Uh, so, <laughs> Cohen's evidence for why Trump <laughs> is racist is that there n- no black people work in his executive branch. Meadows' argument for why Trump isn't racist is that Lynn Patton works in the White House. And this was all. <laughs> Both of these arguments are utterly moronic. <laughs> so this these is, are this is stupid. But this was happening this is during. Waste, this is a waste of time that they spent taxpayer dollars arguing over this. In during the Cohen hearing. Yes. Yeah, a big waste of time. Uh, that's where Talib comes in and starts grilling. Yes. Yeah, so why don't Why don't you give Mark. Rashida's Miss Rashida's quote for us? She says, uh, "Just because someone has a person of color, a black person working for them, does not mean that they aren't racist." It is insensitive. The fact that someone would actually use a prop. So now we're comparing a an African American female to a prop. Right. In the chamber in in this a committee token. is alone racist in itself. <laughs> so the fact that Trump employs this person at all means that he's no no. So she's saying that Mark Meadows is racist for trying okay, okay, for okay. trying to use Lynn Patton as evidence for why Trump isn't racist, which is retarded. All are, sorry. <laughs> Moronic, so stupid, crazy, all around, because, <laughs> because, so now, now it's so now saying that I have a black friend, and that makes me not racist. It's not only that that doesn't mean you're not racist; it means you are racist. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome and, uh, to 2019. Yeah, no, you can't do anything without being scrutinized for anything whatsoever. Right. So Elijah Cummings, the uh, often seen as far left in his own right, um, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, uh, intervened to defend his longtime friend, Mark Meadows, 
by questioning Rashida Talib. He's basically just saying, like, now I don't know if I heard you correctly, but you're not insinuating that Mark Meadows is a racist, right? And then she backtracks. She's like, no, I wasn't saying Mark Meadows was a racist himself. I'm just saying blah, 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 some bullshit spinoff, whatever. Garbage, she garbage. was obviously calling Mark Meadows a racist. She was backtracking. Yes. Um, uh, other other information or other things that went on during the Cohen hearing, we have the congressman from Florida, Matt Gates. Yes, <laughs> Matt Gates. Matt Gates, who uh, gets whatever, um, tweeted prior to the Cohen hearing, basically threatening Michael Cohen, um, talking well, You're Cohen a piece was, of shit. Cohen. Every, everybody knew Cohen was going in to talk about Trump and uh, these like sexual affairs, um, these allegations, cover-up stories, whatever. So Matt Gates gets on Twitter prior to this hearing, uh, starts busting out the Twitter fingers, and <laughs> says, "Mr. Cohen, I know you aren't. I, I, this is complete paraphrase. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he essentially said, "Mr. Cohen, I know you're not thinking of saying anything damning against Mr. Trump, or else your your <laughs> wife and father-in-law will find out about all of the 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 how disloyal you've been yourself." Oh, I did talk about all your girlfriends yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? Yep. I, I did see this. So he's threatening him on Twitter. That's um, uh, today or fuck Thurs- up, one would say. <laughs> uh, Thursday, he essentially issued an apology. Some say that Trump called him to suggest that he should do this. Well, others are saying that he was he was right. being investigated was, by the Florida bar. He was. He was. He was. It, it was. He was under. People were like talking about possible disbarment for these comments. Um, yeah, so not a smart move on his behalf. He did apologize. Bozo. <laughs> Idiot. Dude, don't take it to Twitter. Just call the guy. Just give him a phone call, man. I mean, don't even do that. That's stupid, too. But, like, if you had to do something, why would you do it on a public domain where everybody can see it <laughs> in the entire world? That was the idea. You wanted everyone to see it. He's a moron for it. <laughs> um, yeah, so now, now let's... Uh... It's basically like public blackmail. Like, he could have messaged Cohen privately and been like... Yo, if you say anything fucked up against Trump, I'm going to your wife and, and your father-in-law. That's horrible. Which is fucked. That's literally blackmail. Um, but, yeah, he just went straight to Twitter. Fuck it. <laughs> Why not? <sighs> let it, let the world see it. <sighs> let's, uh, let's what, what else do we have in the news? <laughs> let's give the fans what they want. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan... Podcast. Now, for many that don't know Alex Jones, he is a one might say he's a conspiracy theorist. What one might say? Um, he has a he, borderline. He has an interesting resume. Yeah, um, and everything going back to you know nine eleven conspiracies. Very vocal about those. Yes. A um, lot of lot of uh, Middle East happenings. He's very outspoken against the United States government. Has been since the nineties, um, and then. In more recent history, over the past like five, six, seven years or so, he's gone uh, further off toward the deep end. Some <laughs> might say um, he's gone so far as to call set, like certain events like the Sandy Hook massacre uh, a fake, that uh, is a hoax uh, in his yes. mind, and he is he was on record on this Joe Rogan podcast defending his stance on the Sandy Hook right. experience. Uh, I think he admitted that in all likelihood it was probably true. But he was just like defending his reasons for going after it. Well, his reasoning was that he's been in the business and the around politics so long that he know and conspiracy theories, I guess, mm-hmm. so long that he's seen things that 
people was that that aren't released to the mainstream media that you have to specifically go out of your way and look up. He's he's basing this all off of his skepticisms of the U.S. government, pretty much. Okay. Um, and a healthy amount of skepticism is always good. Right. You should never be too trusting of anything, it's especially not us. When you but when, when you're mentioning a when you're when you're national, using literally when you're using a tragedy like this, um, and it's not even just the fact that he's accusing, or when it, when it was going on, he was accusing of the U.S. government of you know, using this as a hoax to push gun control. It's not even just the fact that he was doing it. It was the way he was doing it. Right. Like, he was attacking the, like, he was going after the, the victims' families. Right. Like, pers- and personally attacking them. Which like, is not the way to do anything. No, not, like, even, like, what if, what if you have, like, a 5% smidge that you're wrong? And you're attacking these people who've just lost a, a child. Listen, man, it looks terrible. To for a him. sicko. He's a, he then looks like a piece of shit. Right, and you know those were used uh, in the evidence of, of him coming out against these stories uh, was used many times in custody hearings he had during his divorce uh, yep. over his children. Uh, they were using character arguments to try and smear him, citing many things he said during the Sandy Hook massacre well, incident. Um, but yeah, he's he's out there. Very um, very recently he very vocal supporter of Trump. Yes, big time, big time. Uh, very recently he had his Twitter shut down mm-hmm. and banned completely, censored. Some censored. might say from most social media pl- platforms. It would yes, yeah, from from a lot. And him and Joe Rogan got into this massive fight, um, and Joe Rogan and him did not speak. This was their this was their agreement. They they made up and they. Joe Rogan said, listen, come on the show. I'm going to have my buddy Eddie Bravo on. Um, another nut who thinks the world is flat. Right. He's another conspiracy theorist. He's a good friend of Joe <laughs> Rogan's. Um, and immediately when Joe Rogan announced this on Instagram, yep. you had to think something was going to happen. Right. Of course. So they get into the Born Alive bill, and the rest is history. I mean, Alex Jones completely just, erupted. Just look up a clip. Yeah, here, there's we'll, we'll see if we can we'll see if we can play a clip here for you. I I don't think I've ever seen a man harness so much energy into like an emotional outburst. Yeah. <laughs> like he I've seen people get mad. Like I've seen like pure rage in people's eyes. Alex Jones is a thespian, dude. He was he, he went put on his... a performance. Oh yeah. This is a uh... Here's a clip right here. I don't know if we're gonna. Yeah, no, hold on. Give me one second here. Yeah, we're not gonna play this ad. There's a, there's an ad going on. We're not. Unless they're paying me. They're not paying us, so fuck. I, I respect you. Hey, I want you to go. Uh, here we go. I, I want to get into the the bulk of where he freaks the fuck out. <laughs> uh, where he starts throwing his hands. So basically, they're talking. He, Alex Jones is talking to Eddie about Eddie Bravo about the Born Alive bill. And Eddie is essentially playing devil's advocate because he's a fucking weirdo, and, and he's, he's defending just, it. Yeah, he's defending it, and he's just pissing off Alex. Jones. But he's not—he's do- not even doing it in the right way. Oh, here we go. He's, here we he's, go. He's trying to make excuses. Like, there's people out there campaigning for late-term abortions. You think that shit's real? Fucking 
fucking killing already more kids, so you're telling me it isn't real when they had a fucking vote in the goddamn fucking Senate? That's a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy theory. You think you're fucking tough, you're about to get it. Bullshit! They're killing already more babies? Stop fucking lying, god fucking damn it. I'm getting pissed now. Don't get pissed. Go. No, I mean, you saw the... Dude, it's going to fucking with you. So that goes on for about another three or four minutes. The, the arms flailing, the redness in the face. He might have a stroke, man. Like, this is big time. <laughs> like, he's freaking out. Um, How much do you think he benches? Alex Jones? Yeah. He was a bodybuilder, wasn't he? Yeah, dude. Back in the day? Yeah. He's a wrestler, too, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he looks like he packed on some big pounds. Like, I don't he does. think those he are looks, really, he, he looks, looks like, husky. He looks like he, he's... He's definitely a little chubby, but it's not like it's, it looks like muscle. You listen, know? Man, listen, man. He looks like he could looks survive like a, out like in Alaska dude. for like at least two weeks yeah, just by surviving yeah. off his own fat. Like, <laughs> no, 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 dude. <laughs> no way. No, no. He's a he's a big boy. Um, I don't know about how very much enraged. He can bench. That's uh, I get the emotion. I get why you're uh, you're emotional about this. It's, you know, obviously, uh, it's a very controversial subject that we don't think is very appropriate to dive too far into on the second episode of this. We touched upon it in the first episode. We did. So go click the first episode, you know, give us or your Or not. Thoughts. The first episode's kind of whack, but whatever. Listen, we were <laughs> caught off guard. We were caught off guard. We were. We were very unprepared. Uh, however, uh, yeah, I mean, I get why he's so emotional about it. It's a, it's a, a mockery that the, the left did, voted to not pass this bill. Uh, doesn't make any bit of sense. Uh, why would you not protect born alive babies or, or just I don't know. We, we 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 talked about it, but yeah, the the reaction is just gold. The rage. I think it's time, dude. I think it's time for our our best our our best skit here. Trump Twitter time. Trump Twitter time. T T T. Trump Twitter time is when we uh, we scroll down Trump Donald Trump's Twitter feed. Uh, and we look for capitalizations. We look for, uh, you know, any any, any sh- provocative, interesting tweets that Donald Trump has tweeted in the past couple days. Any any <laughs> signs of give our thoughts? Donnie J asserting dominance <laughs> in any sort of way over anybody is what we really look for here. Um, we try and go to for recent tweets, but we have some. Sometimes we go for some other some other good. Good stuff back stored in the archives of Trump's Twitter. So um, I, I believe you mentioned one earlier about Kamala Harris. No, 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 Angela. Angela oh, Angela Merkel. Merkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angela uh, Merkel. There was. What's the difference? Ba- back in, <laughs> back in the news about a year ago, or maybe two years ago, Trump. Uh, it was a meeting, I, I believe, at the UN, maybe, mm-hmm. and Trump let Ivanka sit in while he was using the restroom or something yeah, like yeah. that. And he was <clears throat> receiving a ton of criticism because Ivanka has no no seat in any political position whatsoever. Right, right. So he's getting the criticisms, and he says, uh, this was a very presidential move by me. Angela Merkel agrees. Now, if you see the video of the actual UN, Angela Merkel is sitting on the complete opposite side of the room. And she looks like she wants to hit him. She looks like she wants to slug him right yeah, in the yeah. face. Like there is no, <laughs> there is no way she agreed. I think he just kind of tossed the name in there and picked out of a hat. <laughs> but uh, I mean, what are you gonna do? It's 
It's good. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, he's been at this. Uh, he's been at the the summit for the past few days, so he hasn't been tweeting. He hasn't been on Twitter too much. Yeah, understandably I, so. I have a good one here from from back in the day before his presidency. This is when he was a real savage. <laughs> he. This one's none other than about uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell just said that she felt shame at being fat, not politically correct. She killed Star Wars for weight loss surgery. Just had it. Star oh. Jones, not Star <laughs> Wars, rather. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we have uh, February 27th, so Tuesday. Uh, while he was at the summit, he said, I have now spent more time in Vietnam than Da Nang, Da Nang, Dick Blumenthal, the third-rate senator from Connecticut, in, in parentheses, how is Connecticut doing? His war stories of his heroism in Vietnam were a total fraud. He was never even there. All right, hold on. We talked about it today with Vietnamese leaders. All right. I don't know if Donald Trump is the person that should be attacking somebody for not going to Vietnam. Given his history <laughs> and avoiding certain drafts unnamed. Ah, <laughs> uh, brutal. Uh, we uh, have here, uh, this is another I'm one. I'm the master me. of filing bankruptcy. <laughs> this is another one from uh, back before his Twitter, before his uh, presidential days. We should be focusing on beautiful, clean air and not wasteful and very expensive global warming bullshit. <laughs> China and others are hurting our air. So I guess now it's true. I guess the world's air is now our. I think our air. Is he doing that with Space Force as well? Dude, I mean, if the left wants to hold us accountable to global warming, why not, dude? Why is it not our air? We have another gold mine right here. If you are lucky enough to catch a knockout assaulter before getting slugged and you carry a gun, just shoot the bastard. Teach him a lesson. <laughs> dude, like All right. a, his Twitter All is right. a gold mine. All right. Just shoot the bastard. Oh, right. In this one, he's talking about some guy named Fuckface Von Clownstick. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing what? how the haters and looters keep tweet losers. losers keep tweeting the name Fuckface Von Clownstick like they are so original, like no one else is doing it. Who is he talking about? I have, I have no. There's no context. All I know is that next episode's Trump Twitter time. We're gonna compile a list of all the times Trump has mentioned IQ in his tweets. Yes, and that's gonna be our Trump Twitter time. Reading, reading all of. Uh, Trump's tweets about low IQ individuals. Low IQ. And how he has the highest IQ. Weak individuals. All right. That about wraps it up for uh, today's podcast. I'd say so. Thank you for uh, wasting 50 minutes of your life with us here at Uncommon Sense. But gaining IQ points for it. All of the knowledge and wisdom. A lot of IQ. Um, we will be releasing another episode very soon, so stay tuned. Please do. Adios. Have a good day.